Welcome to Omnipotent Growth with Cal. I'm an acting leader for more than a decade and your leadership trainer and coach. Each week you'll hear exceptional stories and interviews, as well as actionable strategies and tactics that you can implement right away. I want to thank you for spending some time to grow as a leader. Stress in leadership positions and how to deal with it. Hi guys, today we have another episode, number 12, in which we are going to talk about uh, all the different types of stress and uh, how to handle it as a leader for yourself and how to handle it uh, for your team and how to protect them so they have uh, support in your in your side. So, hello Stefan. Hey Kyle, nice to see you again. Hello to our listeners and viewers. A couple of episodes ago, uh, we talked about work-life balance. We agreed that there should be some kind of balance between work and personal life. But more importantly, one should not review them as separate, fully detached parts because they're all part of this beautiful thing called life. Today's topic is kind of related to the work-life balance one. Stress, burnouts, topics that are even more acute the higher in the ranks one climbs. Burnout is a state of emotional, physical and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained and unable to meet constant demands. A 2015 Deloitte employee survey um, found out that uh, 77 percentage of the staff in the USA had experienced burnout at their current jobs. Oh my God. Yeah. The American Psychological Association estimates that more than 50 billion US dollars is not produced in the US economy uh, because of workplace trace. The figures are really eye-popping. Jeffrey Pepper, a professor of Stanford University, says... Within the last 100 years, countries got serious about reducing deaths from physical injuries at work, and in the developed world, have been remarkably successful in doing so. It's now time to get just as serious about reducing the psychosocial toll from contemporary work arrangements. The top three reasons of employee burnout are lack of support from the leadership, unrealistic deadlines or results expectations, consistently working long hours. Cal, mm. how do you protect your team from stress? Mm. So it really depends on the level of uh, involvement of the team with me. And I have different strategies depending on if uh, they have a direct manager or I'm directly supporting them and uh, leading them. Uh, in case that uh, they have a direct manager, I work more uh, with a personal example to the manager. Like the first thing I explain to each person that I interact with in a work environment that uh, the problem is not the problem. The problem is our attitude against the problem. Yeah. So if you if you find out, uh, like take take a moment for yourself, find out the things that are stressing you out. You can easily find a way with uh, your subordinates uh, uh, or with your peers to to just uh, delegate and share the load. For example, one person is uh, getting uh, stressed and overstressed by uh, a certain task. 
and uh, another person doesn't. Mm-hmm. The other person mm-hmm. can uh, feel it as uh, something that uh, it's uh, even good, ma- makes him happy to do it. Then if you're in a good collaboration, if your attitude is like, I'm uh, able to uh, find a way to share this burden, even delegate it to someone. If, if you know that um, a person in your team is especially good in something that you are especially bad, this is a, a, a good time to, to make some synergy and uh, uh, to just uh, show that you are vulnerable, uh, show, show the guys that you are human, you are not... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Yeah, uh, you're not uh, some machine there to just uh, get results. And in that way, uh, you can do the same thing for for, for your colleagues, uh, for your peers, and uh, even for your subordinates. Sometimes when I see that uh, a person that I'm leading uh, has certain problems, I'm, I'll be there to guide, I'll be there to coach. And I, if I see that it, it's unbearable at times, uh, I will find a way to, to disperse this. Uh, so this is one angle of, of uh, how how you can protect your team. And another angle is you, you should always try to explain that uh, this is not something that is defining them. Like sometimes we have to do things that are not things that we love necessarily. But then if it's for the greater good, don't associate it uh, on a personal level with you. So... If something is annoying to you, like uh, some data processing or some Excel work, mm-hmm. and you say, I'm not this, this type of person, uh, I hate Excel. Uh, but when you burden yourself with these beliefs, uh, then you're going to suffer a lot more. And if I try to explain to, to the guys, try to, it really comes down again to, to mindset. Uh, of course, I'm going to give a, a um, directly Uh, an applicable strategy how you can change this if you change i'm not that person that uh, does excel if you change it to i'm the person that is going to learn how to do stuff in order to get the job done then you you are uh, accumulating a new belief which will help you to uh, relate your happiness to something that is uh, not uh, in defined Uh, with yourself uh, like mm. a, a certain small task you can globalize it and uh, make it uh, worthwhile your time because you have such tasks in the future and uh, if you uh, neglect this maybe today you're not uh, the, the Excel type of person tomorrow you're not the uh, I don't know the pie chart Uh, mm-hmm. type of person mm-hmm. uh, if you switch the belief uh, then the stress is uh, floating away because you're not uh, identifying yourself with something that is negative to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, a little bit of abstract uh, but uh, it uh, really pays off if you if you yeah. go in that direction and speak with the people to to really understand that it's not uh, uh, the thing that we are measuring is not how good you are at uh, uh, a certain task but how Heart, you're trying to make the result for the whole good, for for mm-hmm. for the benefit of all. It 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 sounds to me that you're applying some type of coaching techniques. I mean, presenting the bigger picture and and the role of the uh, of the particular person in it, and uh, how how the the bigger goal is achieved. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it really goes to 
my specialty is um, it, it comes from coaching. Yes, it comes from the the value based image, the the your identity, the things that mm-hmm. you believe in. There are many different ways, many different methods in which you can rearrange uh, your beliefs, rearrange the things that uh, drive you, rearrange your mindset. And then if you do that, you find out that if somebody yells at you, this is not a personal evaluation. If somebody yells at you, it's the person that is yelling. It is mm-hmm. not. Uh, it, it doesn't have anything to do with you. And then when you focus on keeping uh, the, the growth mindset, keeping the how I can learn more from this situation, separating, really, this is very some very strong point that I'm going to make here. There are two things in this world. The things that you deem right and that you are certain of and the things that you have to do to do your job. <laughs> so, so sometimes they, they don't mix. Sometimes you have a, a different opinion. This doesn't mean that um, uh, you shouldn't find a way to enjoy doing the things necessary or the, the things how, how your leadership, how your C-level um, wants it. Mm-hmm. If, if it's a mismatch with, with uh, your uh, view, it doesn't have to go to core beliefs. So if you separate it, detach it, okay, this is my opinion. Um, I have this opinion, but uh, I also have uh, my belief that um, I will do the things according to the company culture, company policy, and uh, still execute uh, to, to achieve results. And this is the way you are going to be uh, content and uh, probably happy. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, you're going to be stressed out and you're going to be uh, always I know better and uh, such and such. Yeah. What if uh, what if the things you do at work uh, are in contradiction with your core beliefs? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you quit your this this job or? Well, if it goes to first, we have to define what are core beliefs mm-hmm. because if if it's ethical, like yeah. if is the the true north and uh, your ethical compass is shaken mm-hmm. and you feel that uh, the things that you're doing uh, there are let's say more or less unethical then probably in the long run the, the the solution is to to find somewhere that you feel more included and more fitting in but i always going to say that First, before you do that, you need to have a really mindful, really uh, self-aware time with yourself. Have a piece of paper, a board in which you can put down those beliefs, your core beliefs. You analyze them, where this belief came from, like uh, who made this belief. Sometimes it uh, turns out somebody in uh, in fourth or sixth grade uh, mm-hmm. made a belief for you that... Uh, it's not who you really are because we always think that our thoughts are are who we are but it's not uh, that way so we we are not our thoughts because you have 50,000 thoughts every uh, every day and uh, you are not associated with each and every one of them so you have to put it in a very uh visible way and uh just analyze what are, th- what are those beliefs for you and just analyze 
the other options. Like if you look it through uh, a different angle, more sites um, detach and look it from, from outside, then you can really understand why I'm believing this. So there are good coaching questions. The, the logical levels uh, state that you first need, the, uh, need to know the what, then the how, then the why. But it's always best to, to start from the, uh, from the top down. And above all of that, above the why, is who. So who am I believing those stuff? With those values, who am I? If I change these values, if I do something... Uh, um, a slightly different pivoted in a way how this is going to change me and uh, do I like uh, do I like who am I with with those values if I align my values with the company values do I like myself or mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. just just really analyze it before you make a, a drastic decision because sometimes it turns out that you can with a different point of view you can see the things that are happening around you, not necessarily to you in a different way. Because if you find a way to, to uh, transcend this and uh, to look at it from a detached perspective, maybe some, some things that you see as a, as a personal measurement, personal offense, or some things that you see as uh, not okay at all uh, are just a perspective. Sometimes it turns out that... Um, for the greater good uh, or for some complex reasons that are not uh, visibly there, mm-hmm. uh, it connects and it makes sense in a way. But again, this is a bit abstract. The, the important part is that you, you really put a visual side of the stuff because in your mind, as I said, if you put it uh, inside with all the other 50,000 thoughts a day, <laughs> it won't uh, make any sense. It, it, it will make you even more uh, yeah, uh, distracted and uh, confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't, don't surrender immediately to your initial thoughts and emotions. Just yeah. think it over. The uh, growth mindset st- states that you should revisit your, your core values. You should revisit your beliefs. The first belief that you have is, uh, for example, with leading. If if I have some beliefs with with leading, if they don't even slightly change for three to five years or even for one year, mm-hmm. uh, it might be something wrong with you. So uh, if you don't put new angles, new perspectives all the time, uh, it's it's not really growing. It, it, it turns out that uh, you have 10 years of experience doing uh, one year of experience 10 times and not mm-hmm. 10 years of experience experiencing yeah. something mm-hmm. new, something that grows. So this is, this is uh, the, 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 the here, the underline, the, the bolt. If you have beliefs, challenge them. Otherwise, there are biases. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks. Very, very thought-provoking <laughs> words from you. <laughs> so now, now let's move to some some more practical <laughs> practical ways to, mm. to deal with stress. There are some interesting uh, stress-reducing policies uh, that I found. Um, for example, the German automaker 
uh, Daimler has implemented a mail on holiday email policy that ensures that uh, its employees are taking full advantage of uh, their time off uh, without the fear of uh, overflowing inbox when, when they return back from their vacation. Mm. Uh, through this policy, employees have the option to set their emails to auto-delete while they're away from office. And of course, a, a message to the sender pops up that the email is deleted and he or she should resend it once uh, the employee is back. Um, these are nice policies, I, I, I think, mm. but um, the main responsibility uh, lies with the leader and uh, particularly the emotionally intelligent leader. Mm. You, you, you started uh, the talk with, uh, uh, with the thought that uh, you should know your team very well. Mm. Uh, you should know who's good at, at what, delegate the, the right, the appropriate task to the, to the appropriate person. Uh, what motivates uh, your employees, what puts them off, um, mm. how to treat them and really make a better version of, of your employees. For me, um, lack of appreciation, absence of, of the bigger picture of the context and, and the goal are, are the main reasons for, for burnout. Because mm. when you're stressed, if you know that, that it's something temporary, if you know what, what would lead to, uh, then you can, you can manage it uh, easier. Um, yeah. in, in our last week's talk uh, with, with Alex, he replied uh, that for effective dealing with stress, it's very <laughs> important to rest fully, <laughs> to sleep well. Yeah. So I was very envious uh, because when I'm overwhelmed, I ruminate a lot of, about work, which prevents me from falling asleep for long hours. So I, I really feel very exhausted on the next day. Mm. So I know you're passionate about meditation, about sport. Mm. Tell, tell me, what are your tools uh, to fight stress, worrisome tools and, mm. and so on? Yeah. So, and the first, uh, the, the most important tool I already explained. So this is something that is uh, deeper and uh, uh, more complex to, to execute. And maybe people should start... Uh, this book, I'm, I'm always uh, recommending it, but uh, uh, the the mindset, I mean, the book is called Mindset. Uh, Dr. Dweck is the author. Uh, but this is where I start. And actually, if, if we can think of dealing and fighting stress, this is on a strategical level. So this is at the abstract level, which is my strategy is to apply this to, to all uh, the regions of my life because there are different like the, my work life, my hobbies uh, my sport life um, my family life those are the things that I'm going to apply this strategy on and then there are of course tactical uh, explanations and tactical things when you go through my hobbies uh, one of the hobbies is uh, exploring the human potential and uh, meditation and different types of uh, uh, routines mm -hmm. are deeply uh, inside this, like cold showers, which is the, the, the thing that is 
relatable to making your bet. When you start with order, then it uh, many people think that your all, all day will be orderly. When you start with uh, something hard, uh, then many people think that uh, uh, you're going to be able to do hard things uh, during the day. But I'm doing a lot of hard things, so the cold shower is just uh, the end of my shower and uh, the way I feel uh, toned up. Um, and it's not the main tool for me. Uh, but meditation is... I cannot say uh, any bad thing about meditation. Yeah, so yeah. I, I was um, skeptical a few years back, like, I don't know, four or five years back. Uh, then I had, uh, let's say, a burn-down situation. Mm -hmm. And I started to explore all of the, the things that are related to just restoring and uh, upgrading the neurosystem. When I found out that the brain is plastic and uh, neuroplasticity is real, a lot of research behind that, then I, I really got uh, into it. So um, there is no excuse of not trying it. Mm -hmm. There are different types of meditation, different types of consciousness. For example, I know very successful people that... Um, are not into the, the traditional type of meditation, which is uh, empty your mind and just uh, label if any thought uh, occurs. Yeah. yeah, and uh, be on the level with your breathing. And this is what really uh, develops your uh, prefrontal cortex. There are people that are thinkitating. So one applicable tactic that I can uh, share right now is do a, the box, so-called box breathing while thinkitating. But this takes uh, a longer time. The box breathing is as follows. You, you inhale slowly and deeply to the full extent mm -hmm. uh, as much as possible. So there are ways to you can inflate even more, but this is uh, beyond the scope of this, uh, this uh, episode. Then you hold for four seconds. Then you exhale for four seconds. Mm -hmm. And then after a short pause, depending on, on your level, you inhale again. So this is the box breathing. And then you can really go into the different states of your mind because we have the alpha, the beta, and uh, uh, there are different uh, levels. Theta state is uh, the ones that you really tap in your unconscious mind. But um, this is the only way you can reach those. Sometimes in, in your sleep, you can also reach those. But uh, this is uh, the way you can consciously uh, do, do so. And when you do that, you realize that after, after this, you're able to create more ideas in, in this state. And then when it, the flow, uh, like it breaks and the, the, the waterfall starts and uh, your, your day is full of new ideas and new perspectives and so on. Uh, but uh, this is a process that you can go deeper in and uh, uh, realize what are the ways to do so. For the classic meditation, you need to be focused on your breath. Mm -hmm. uh, even counting helps because counting is, um, this is a technique that comes from speed reading. But when you count while you breathe, you are uh, making your inner voice in your head uh, busy. Busy with counting. Yes. So you do uh, one, two. Inhale one, exhale two. Mm -hmm. Inhale one. Excel too. And then the other thoughts uh, are blocked uh, to, to enter. Mm -hmm. So you have to focus 
uh, on your counting. And then when you get really good, you focus only on your breathing. And maybe you see a light, maybe you see a, uh, something else. And when you, when you have a thought, then you just say, okay, this is the dog barking and return to the breath. So there are plenty of uh, videos uh, that are explaining mm -hmm. such tactics, but the, the underlying is um, that if you are really serious about uh, dealing with stress, if I don't implement this uh, to my sports, for example, because I'm, I'm competitive nature, I like to have high results. I'm always uh, trying to, to reach more. Sometimes uh, there is a barrier. I, I, I won't stop uh, at it, but this is because I put it on my mindset. Mm. And I know that even if I go seven step back, so I will then again try to go eight steps forward. And uh, it all becomes like layered. Strategy level, change the beliefs, change the mindset and tactical level a lot of stuff applicable for for different uh, situations for example for for work meditation is ultimate uh, as a tactic and then uh, on a really lower level you have the the routines that you can do in the morning in the evening even during the day uh, and you are what you do every day in the yeah, end yeah yeah so one, one more example that i thought of i have a newborn And uh, she has the colic, the things uh, with the tummy that uh, mm. uh, makes her scream a lot. Yeah. So I've, I've uh, managed to, to believe that this is a pain that uh, will make her stronger and I should soothe her, but I should not let my emotions uh, get in the way to, to help her, like to get angry or to get uh, annoyed or to, to just feel too bad for her. And uh, the, in that way, when I'm with this mindset, I really feel that she calms down when I'm around her and I, I hold her because I transcend the, the energy and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the vibe. Uh, I, I think it might get too deep for, for <laughs> the episode, but uh, yeah, uh, we can discuss it uh, later on with, uh, with more details. Yeah. Oh, thanks for, for sharing your advices, your thoughts. I think it would be very useful just um, in the comments to to share some uh, interesting breathing uh, videos, breathing mm. technique videos, which which would help our listeners yeah. to, to achieve this state search, of mind. Search for it in the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so for, for me, it's very important um, To have some uh, some physical activities uh, to disconnect effectively from work, um, build boundaries uh, between work and and uh, resting. Uh, take time off. Set your time and priority straight. So yeah, yeah. very interesting topic. Very interesting. Uh, thoughts uh, and advices shared again from, from Kao. So final words. We, we covered a lot. Yeah. yeah and so final words. Uh, I like what Alex said uh, in the interview last time. Uh, I, I deal with stress by not uh, uh, letting 
to be stressed out but avoiding avoiding it uh, yeah he he said it in a in a funny way but avoiding it 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 really it really means all the things that we talked about today it really means um being able to to look at it uh, in a different angle to not uh, be on the side of being inside it and being helpless uh, mm. that you're stressed but this but, is mindset again yeah. yeah but the more the more you can get detached the more you can see those stuff the more you can get uh, uh, measures uh, to make uh, mm. to make it better and uh, it all starts with uh, with this with detachment and uh, with seeing that, that there is a problem uh, people are really how to say um, supportive when when you talk about such stuff in a calm way you can share with with uh, people that you trust even colleagues preferably your leader if you, if you have uh, mm. uh, a bond uh, created with your leader and then there are plenty of ways you can address this in the long run you can do it yourself but in the short run start from uh, coping with others and uh, building yourself up and then when you get to the state that you are self-sustainable there is almost uh, nothing that can stress you out uh, that much like you will have mechanisms uh, upon mechanisms that uh, you can just uh, let it go through and not hold it in okay guys so a lot of stuff today thanks for listening thanks for watching Uh, we'll be here subscribe and share our content because uh, we want to talk with a lot of interesting people on a lot of interesting topics in the future see you next week